street. That's all right. We'll pick it up midway. Thank you so much for joining us on yet another Tuesday night in this topsy-turvy Washington Redskins off-season. We are the Audible. This is off-season on the brink. Good evening to everyone joining us from Facebook Live, Hogshaven Facebook Live. We appreciate you guys uh, on a weekly basis. He's Kevin Ricca. Man, I just wish we could have scheduled a game against the Steelers this week because after everything else that's happened, I know we would have won that one too. I don't disagree. Four against... Four against the Pirates, four against the uh, Pens. He's Tim Ricca. He's Tim Stragon. Um, what? He's t- are you Tim Ricca? Are you? We shout out to Tim Ricca. This we shout now. out to my cousin. The ability to cut that out. Tim Ricca. Hey, well, appreciate yeah, you, Tim. Tim Ricca, uh, there is a Tim Ricca. Stragon and Stragon. I don't take offense to the fact to that. To be fair, T is family. Tim Ricca is a handsome man. He is family. Man. And T, Tim handsome Ricca man. is a handsome man. So, can't argue it, really. He's also T Stragon. Certainly. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, agree with, not I agree with Kevin Ricca, and, and I also love the fact that we go international again today. They'll find out. That's correct. On the Facebook Live Teaser. production board, he's Brian Stabby. Good to be with you, Tim. Hey. Tim and Tim. A lot of Tims here. <laughs> um, a lot of Rickas. And uh, only one Marangolo and only one Stabby. We are uh, pleased to welcome to our show tonight, uh, joining us for all the way from across the drink, as we like to say, in the basement in Kensington, Maryland. Mark Bullock, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. You know, the, as far as intros go for me, that was pretty tame from you. Uh, I, I was expecting worse. I'm always a little bit scared of what you're going to say when you intro uh, me, and, oh. and that... That was pretty tame. You're so spot on. Is that Mark. to say that you're, you're 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 more comfortable than you were a, a minute or two uh, ago? Yeah, sure. Let's 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 go with that. That's, that's what happens. I'll give you the twist there. Yeah. That's what goes on in the basement. People just just warm up, they get more comfortable. Um, so for those who don't know, there's a lot of Hogshaven folks uh, watching. We got a lot of First Amendment sports folks watching. Uh, Mark Bullock was a, a longtime writer on on Hogshaven.com, breaking down plays, X's and O's guy. Uh, classically trained, I like to say, um, and uh, now uh, was poached from my staff by the Washington Post, uh, which I always uh, take as a compliment. And I always uh, say it couldn't happen to a guy who deserved it more because you actually do care about football. Um, catch him on the Washington Post. He's on the uh, uh, insider team, right? Yep. Yep, that's right. And uh, te- well, technically, I'm called the outsider. but You yeah, are the outsider. The yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you, to I me, I like that even insider. better. If your nickname is the outsider on the insider team, that's my kind <laughs> yeah. of guy right there. You're yeah, like a qu- you're right like now. a quadruple agent. I don't even know like how, which way to <laughs> solve the equation on that one. Um, but uh, you you solve equations on a weekly basis on uh, WashingtonPost.com sports page. Check them out. Um, we got him here tonight. Uh, I also would be remiss. If I didn't uh, remind us and all the people who are watching of the many, many long evenings in this very basement four and five and six years ago um, with me and Mark and a couple other uh, writers for Hawkshaven when we just started out. How nervous are you right now, Mark? Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I don't even know if all those recordings exist, although I bet you you have them, most, almost all of them. If I'm not... uh, somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know no, you I do. I still have the same PC, Her so ransom. I have them somewhere. Oh. Yeah, they're gonna be, there's going to be a lot of envelopes with yeah, like, better be nice no information on the outside. Show us the way how to get out of the basement, out of the country, <laughs> yes. and still remain in the industry. Uh, yes. Thank you, sir. 
Uh, he, he exactly. He's only now far enough away to feel comfortable coming That's back. That's how creepy you are. That's how creepy you are to hey, him. He went you, across. He you went contributed, back. Tim. Tim Ricca, you contributed. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> Why are you talking about Tim Ricca? <laughs> Stop. Um, so welcome back. Uh, we 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 are um, proud to have you, and uh, we won't. You know, we wouldn't, I guess, be as diverse and wide ranging as a group as we are from all the way uh, across the pond without loving this team, um, kind of being uh, fans of the Washington Redskins from beginning to end. Um, you know, Mark, I didn't, I wanted, before we kind of get into the, into the show, which, you know, it's our over under show, we're going to get into over unders all night. I did not want to let it pass because I've been getting really deluged with um, uh, feedback from readers at Hogshaven and other folks. Um, Without getting into the spice of it, um, the Washington Redskins once again find themselves in the midst of a scandalous conversation. Um, it remains to be seen with the investigations that have to occur, honest ones, um, with what's happened uh, with the, the cheerleaders and some of these other stories that just are swirling. And, and it's, it's, it's salacious. Um, I, I just don't want us to be blind to the, to the reality that this organization hasn't bred a culture of high character. And I'm being real nice here. I feel like I'm being real nice. And, and, the, and we spend most of our time on this show talking about what happens between the whistles on Sundays and even in the offseason, uh, action that affects our roster, action that matters to, to, the, to the bottom line. Um, when we've been at our worst with Dan Snyder as owner, it's been when our house has been in disarray. It translates from one side to the other. And when we've been bad, we've been bad from top to bottom, on the field and off. And I, I think that the easy segue here is, is to go to what's, what is actually worth talking about, which is a team that has a lot of upside, talent-wise and roster-wise. And let's not just – let's be sure that we, we acknowledge that, yet again, there's another story plaguing this organization. Um, and it remains to be seen um, how everything wraps up, and we're not going to dive into that. But I, I don't. I do not. I don't want to be caught flat-footed on this. Uh, we've been um, let down by these guys, uh, the Dan Snyder and that team. We've been let down by them before as a fan base, and I just think it's an honest uh, sentiment to say that we're gonna we're gonna love this team. We're gonna love the football that we're playing. And we're gonna love what's great about football and what's great about where we're from. But we're not gonna be blind to, you know. Nothing's more important than family, football included. You hope that these families and everything works out the, the way it's supposed to, that justice is served one way or another on any that's level right. that I don't know about, but I know there's family first. That's why we're here, mm -hmm. and we're talking about something that makes it fun. And uh, that scenario, however it plays out, remains to be seen. We're not turning a blind eye. We just hope that the families involved are dealt with properly. And that's we right. move forward and root for a little football. Well, after the most important things are dealt with. <coughs> Just to be fair, <coughs> and, and it's not to get into specifics, when there's a history of decisions that you know, you, you've witnessed over time, that's one thing. But each, I, each incident has to be viewed in isolation, and you can't just jump on it. You've got to let things play we gotta out. We've got to let it. We got to let the facts come to, come but to light. You, especially here, we do sometimes separate the, uh, what, what we come down here to talk about and have fun and, 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 and be jovial yeah. with other stuff. Yeah, when I'm getting asked by NPR whether or not I, you know, I can still love this team based on this one thing, and I'm like, uh, just so everyone on NPR uh, who's aware, like, um, hey. I've been able to separate. That's like, a good NPR voice. When, right when I was exactly, I was yeah, when, when uh, 
I've, I've had a lot of practice of kind of separating my love for the Redskins over the last 20 <laughs> what, years. When I was five years old and fell in love with this team, yeah. because it was my team and it was the team that my family watched and my dad and, and my mom and, the, the, you know, generations of my mom's family had watched, I didn't care who was the owner of the team. But that's how and why I'm here today. Yeah. So. yeah. I well, still, I still don't care. It. I like them boys in between the lines. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the like whistle, that's the coaches no, for doubt. sure. And and yeah. and, uh, and and so, um, Mark, I just wanted to give you guys as prop your your guys is staff props because I know the Washington Post has put out some good stuff about that and and uh, and I appreciate it. So if you get to talk to those guys, let them know that we uh, we certainly appreciate the job that they're doing. I mean, I, and I don't I, I don't know the team's not telling them that, but I think it it it, <laughs> it, it should come from us. Yeah, for for sure. I think what everyone is getting at is like it, every the, the facts do need to, to come out about it, um, and, and you hope that the team can be honest about what's gone on and and, and stuff. But there is kind of a, a nature of distrust between the fans and, and the higher ups in, in that organization. So um, it, it's hard to believe that they will be honest about it and they won't try to cover things up. But hopefully. They, they can be honest about it, and, and we'll, we'll get all the correct facts and, and the right things coming out of it. And, and which is why um, on off-season on the brink, you know, we, we go all the way to the brink, but we, we can come back. And I, th I think that for the purpose of a Tuesday night basement Redskins discussion, this is our over-under week. Um, it's been, it was present in our Nats show, in our, our Washington National show. We're hoping to push it for the rest of the night through the mess round, through the hot box. Um, but on, on the six-pack this week, we did over-unders. Um, we don't have to spend a ton of time on those in particular because um, I, I, I want to get Mark's take on, like, quick quick take on those and then dive just a teeny, tiny bit deeper. Um, Mark, we did uh, Alex Smith over-under 5,000 yards in 2018. What, what do you pick? Ooh, uh, under. I also took the under. Which is shocking, I'm sure. Um, over under of total Whoa. sacks uh, for uh, Payne at 3.5 in his rookie season. Three point. I'll go under again. He's gonna be a stud, and he's gonna go under. Yeah, I think it's an under scenario. So I only I picked that because and I was trying to put out a mark, and I'm interested in your take on this because this kind of gives you a, an opportunity. Um, UK to come right at it from the standpoint of numbers. Obviously, interior defensive linemen aren't filling up sacked, you know, uh, boxes in the stat sheet. But in your in your mind, um, where is he filling? Where is Payne filling up the stack sheet? Uh, and and what kind of sack potential can we see from him if 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 Allen's fully healthy, for example? Yeah, it's it's not necessarily his game right now. Um, getting those sacks, he he can push the pocket a little bit, and and if if he can become the player he was in the championship game against Georgia, then he can be the guy that gets sacks from interior. He can absolutely be that guy because he was phenomenal in that game. But that is kind of an outlier of, of where he was consistently throughout the rest of his college career. So uh, he's not that guy right now. Um, and, and perhaps he develops into that guy. Hopefully he develops into that guy. Um, but, but right now he's kind of a guy that he will flash every now and again, some, some pressure, but he's more of a... Um, Take on double teams. Um, but is he controlling that That's point? That's what we need. Yes, an assist. Yes. A sack yeah. assist. If they yeah. do a sack assist deal, 
uh, 3.5 is getting blown out of the water. If Preston or, is or pushing him in. tackle assist. I mean, I, I'd like for that to be a, st- a, a statistic because that's really what his job is supposed to be. He's yeah. supposed to be a guy that makes everybody else's job easier. That's why I always felt we were talking Vita Vea all the way because that's who we really wanted in terms of, you know, the guy. Me. But still, they got the need that we, we had always been talking about, a guy who's going to make your defense better. I don't care if he gets three three or four sacks. And Payne, fi- Payne, fills the ma- Payne fills the mountain in front of the river. Is he the second year, the yeah. third year, the fourth year? How many sacks Block is, the is river, a nose right? tackle expected yeah. to get each year? Um, I don't know who he is. If, if Allen is healthy and uh, Preston Smith is healthy, my my um, my predication of 3.5 was that he'll get two in one game. That you'll find a, ma- a matchup where Smith and Allen are able to push in and, and, and get an edge. And you're, and a guy runs basically runs into pain once or twice a game. The, oh, that's really the only way I think it happens. Well, don't forget about his half sacks in the muck pile yeah. when he's pushing that pocket. Yeah, he's um, also playing what four or five more games. Let's go running back yeah, as a Morrow. pair. Geis, um, and I I know that uh, it, you know what I don't forget what I don't know what time it was in London when Kevin and Brian and I were live uh, coming through on that second round, but. It was weird. It was it was pro guys. It was anti guys. It was pro guys. It was anti guys. All in the same breath, um, and then it, but elation when that's the actually the guy that we got. So for your over under, I'm throwing a, a bogus number out there, but I think there's a lot behind it. The thousand yard rushing for for, for a guy in, in one season, over under on that and why? Uh, I I want to go over because I. I'm a huge fan of Geis personally, and I think he could do that. It's not uh, a lot of yeah, yards I, a game, Mark. I, I, I want I, I want to go over, but I think under simply because they uh, of of the offense that they run and and how they prefer to pass the ball and 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 the weapons that they have on offense, and now they have Alex Smith, who's a guy who's willing to take more deep shots than than Cousins was, and I, I feel like that will get. You were really, you were really hesitant about the five thousand yards, and I didn't buy it at first. But now I buy it. I, I I think, I mean, his high for as a career um, season is four thousand. What were you going to say, Kevin? Oh, I I I don't want to interrupt, but I know that the man that Alex Smith handed the ball to last year led the NFL in rushing. Yeah. I also know that only nine running backs in the league rushed for over a thousand yards last year, and I think the uh, I think the comp here would be Leonard Fournette, who. He backed up and came yep. in and replaced and had ridiculous numbers. And in 13 games, Fournette rushed for 1,040 yards. Kareem Hunt rushed for 1,327. And only seven other guys rushed for 1,000 yards. I know. It's year, a tough number. Which is nuts. But I know that Jay wants to run the ball effectively. And Alex Smith using that run game to get to that 4,000, not 5,000, was a big deal. And I want to say Geis is the guy that's going to get us to a thousand. I think healthy, it's going to be right there. It's, it's crazy that right Alfred there. Morris got right hundred yards a game his rookie season. I mean, he got sixteen hundred yards. Obviously, he had a huge um, closeout yeah. when he dropped two hundred on Dallas. But a um, thousand is a weird number. It means something because it's four digits. I don't know. It's it's the century mark. It's sixty-two point five yards a game. I, I think it's more likely that Alex Smith can get five thousand than Geis gets a thousand, only because Ooh, of exactly what we're finally going to have a disagreement. About, I love but, it, but it's about what Mark's talking about. Yeah. It's Jake Rudin. You got to throw him into the mix. He's the one calling the plays. He consistently is upper fifty percent, uh, over fifty-five percent, essentially, uh, passing plays. 
offense, going you know to the pass. And I think with that yeah. system in place, he has more of an opportunity to get 5,000 than he ever has in his career. And the fact you got Chris Thompson, you got other guys that are going to be taking the ball away from him. A thousand well. more yards than he's ever true. had. He's be P. A Ryan, you don't P. Ryan is not an afterthought. Him. P. Ryan's not an afterthought. But let me just say one thing to you, T. Last year, the Redskins threw the ball 540 times. The Chief, Chiefs 543. The Redskins rushed the ball 401 times. The Chiefs 405. Wow. We just got a better back now. Yeah. Those numbers are crazily yeah. similar. They are. But Kirk Cousins' average dude. yards of completion. But you're right about Chris Thompson and P. Ryan taking some of this out well, of that thousand. Uh, but so here's the thing: uh, the Redskins' offense, whether it's Kirk Cousins or Alex Smith, is a time of possession offense. They just are. The, they have eight, nine, ten, eleven play drives. Um, they they start the ball, uh, you know, at the twenty, a twenty-five yard line. By and large, you know, we don't, we don't. Um, because our defense gave up so many rushing yards last year, you know, we were turning yeah, so the field because because of our offense. And it's a T.O.P. offense. What's up, Juice? You, you, Juice owe, me, you owe me one. You owe me one. You can come back. Um, and so so as a time of possession offense under Jake Rudin, I just – I don't uh, – I, I don't see where Alex Smith can't be a guy who gets more yards per attempt than Kirk Cousins did. Um, and I also see them – getting plays like like there's going to be plays eight nine ten eleven play drives those touches um we're always going to be divvied up between chris Thompson and samaji piran you know giving piran between the 40s you know like the way like like you know and then letting guys operate inside the 40 piran comes in when guys gets a little heavy-winded yeah and chris Thompson's going to get his 10 to 15 Correct. so no doubt I, it, it comes down to production per I mean, touch he had hunt it's going to be he right a, there, He was boys. the best running back in the, in the, in the NFL. So, yeah, he's awesome. I mean, Geis is going to be good, but I don't know if he's the best in the NFL yet. You know? uh, I just find it. No, but Hunt was a rookie. Geis is a rookie. Geis comes in way more heralded. Doesn't happen every but year. It, but, no, I don't see Geis catching a, no. a skinny post and, if it happens, or a little great. circle route. I'd rather be the wrong house. than right. No, no, no. I think it's going to be very close. I think this is a great question. I love it. And I know UK, I think it's be right there, as, a, as a stat guy at heart, or a, you know, a numbers guy at heart, I think – I, I didn't pick up earlier, and I should have, that he was actually – you were pretty close to going 5,000, weren't you? Me? Yeah. Uh, oh, Mark fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <Listen to> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> good, good hosting. It's like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning there. Yeah, no, for Alex Smith, 5,000, I'm not necessarily buying that because that's quite a lot of yards. Um, maybe 4,500. I don't see 5,000. Um, I, I would say guys – to a thousand yards running is probably, in my opinion, more likely um, than Smith getting five thousand. But damn, it, it always it, sounds more smarter coming out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Is but, it um, half of? Is it half? Is it ten? It's half of ten. Uh, five o'clock there, right? What, what's the what's the time there? Uh, well, it's ten to three at the moment. All right, you're saying it American wise. I appreciate that. Well, I mean, the way I said it before was like half two. Yeah, you really so screwed with Ken's brain that way. Half past two. I don't think that's that hard of a concept to get. I think that's just you, Ken. I've been working on my English, uh, you know, phrase, phraseism. I have been. I have been. Um, all right. So let's get into some, some meteor stuff, and uh, we'll let you lead off, Mark. Um, two and a half quarterbacks on the roster over under 2018. Where are you at? Uh, I'm going under on that. I I think how they had it last year, where they had tons of injuries, 
the rest of the offense or the rest of the team. I, I think that they can only really afford to carry two quarterbacks, and, and they'll, they'll want to carry one or two guys at extra positions just in case injuries happen again. So I'm going under. I mean, you don't think there's any possibility that this team loves having Colt as the backup and loves the idea of developing Hogan? Uh, like, maybe, but I, 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 I don't really see it as a thing. I, maybe someone else picks up Hogan as a, as a third quarterback, but like, I, I feel like this time next year, Hogan would still be available if they, want, if they still wanted to develop him. So I, I don't feel like he's a guy that you're like, well, we have to keep him on the roster. I don't I, think I, he lasts on a practice squad. I think no, no, I'm not saying right. he goes on the practice okay, good, squad. Good. I, I think I just think he's the kind of guy that this time next year he'll still be available. And if they're if they're feeling if they're feeling they could develop him then, then sure. Um, but I, I think going into this season they they need to win and they need as many bodies healthy at other positions as they can get, um, especially given what happened last year. So I think you go with Smith as your starter. You go with McCoy as your backup. And you know, if you need if you need the third guy, when if someone get if Smith gets injured or McCoy gets injured, then you can probably still sign Hogan off of something, probably for agency or um, some other team possibly picks him up. I don't know, but I think this time next year he'd still be available if you if you still want to develop him. Then I disagree. Oh, I agree with Mark on the under. I just think that Uncle Andy sent us a guy over here oh, yeah. that's either going to take over the spot or not take so over the I, spot. I, true. I, I, I agree it's going to be under 2.5, but I think it's going to be – I think Hogan is going to be a guy who – I know Colt's been here for a while, but I think you can get the same thing out of Hogan with his skill set at a younger age and a cheaper price. They have Let's to see it with their it. eyes. If they see it – yeah. Jay loves Colt I'm McCoy. With you. No, I know he, he does. loves him. Becomes a business. I absolutely yeah. loves him. Like he, I, from what I remember hearing around the time, is he wanted Colt McCoy to run away with that job when Cousins sure. was, was benched. So uh, I know that he loves Colt McCoy and he really values him. I don't see there being a way in which Colt McCoy doesn't make this final roster. So if you're going with two. It's Smith and McCoy. Well, I see, I think Uncle Andy, team. Uncle Andy loves Alex Smith, and they're not on the same team anymore. It's just what it is. I think Colt will be looked out for. There will be a situation that possibly, I don't know if we can make a trade. Who does Alex Colt. have more history with, Colt or Kevin? Who? Who does Alex have more history with? Oh, Kevin. Kevin is his little brother. That's what I'm saying. I think, hey, Mark, I think that's where you're sleeping on the scenario because the starting quarterback – has has a say, uh, in my opinion, on on the backup when there's when the organization also has something to gain. In this case, the organization has something to gain because it's a young player who has some upside. Whereas, uh, I mean, these guys are caddies. I mean, the the top we're talking about. Alex Smith is in. He's he's obviously not Tom Brady, Mark. I know that he's not Drew Brees. I understand not Aaron Rodgers. Not but 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 in terms of quarterbacks, he is in that top half, top third of guys. And if, if we're paying him like a franchise guy. They will go to him, and if it's close, and, and Mark, just so you know, there's a lot of people who, who are watching right now, a lot of D.C. guys who want it to be, well, wanted yeah. to be Hogan. Um, Look, I, my bias is going to be out there yeah, on my sleeve. Of course, of I course. Mean, you know, I've known this kid forever. I've watched him you know, grow up from when he was in high school here at Gonzaga 
in Washington, D.C. So, yes, no, there's a lot of this that is about... Mine, too. It's not about, I don't like Coy. No, not at you don't, all. You don't say. He's a guy that I don't think right now Jay would say the future of the Redskins lies in the hands exactly. of Colt McCoy. I think exactly. that they say, look, man, you know, we love you. We'd love to have you, and it makes sense. But for your career, maybe you need to go somewhere else where we can groom a guy like this kid but who has a history with Alex. Mark's point is, is valid. Jay Gruden does work. love no doubt. Colt McCoy. He does, no he doubt. He does. And, no and, doubt. And, yeah. Jay, and we know but about Jay business. Gruden players. Jay Gruden players um, get a lot of room in this organization. Uh, and, but um, Kevin Hogan's a Jay Gruden player. I, do, I agree. And I, I totally call him agree. Uncle Andy because the Grudens have looked up to him forever, and I, I mean that in total respect. Yes, uh, I, I, I But understand. John Dorsey gets lifted out there when he cuts. That's the schism between Andy Reid and John Dorsey. NKC was cutting Kevin Hogan unbeknownst to Andy Reid. If Kevin Hogan plays well this summer, Alex Smith will be the reason why he makes this roster. I'm going to say two as well, and I'm going to go with the surprise um, cut of Colt McCoy. And, I, and, and um, Mark, you can call me crazy, but... He does. I will. There's yes. a, if, if Colt McCoy <laughs> has value it. in this league. And yeah. I'm not saying you can trade him for anything great, but you can get a mid to late round pick for him this summer, in, in my personal opinion. How crazy is that, Mark? That sounds ridiculous to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. That is not the first time you've said that. No. Yeah, definitely. But <laughs> not like. so much. Well, you have to also understand, I mean, this has been a big swing for Mark. Not only did they just have the royal baby, but they also have a royal wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you've yeah, never you had a royal baby and a royal wedding at the same... Like, your country literally almost can't handle it. I mean, we, this is a oh. big... Are you just... Are, are you calling us from a... Like a he tent, thinks you guys have like somewhere? ragers for weeks over this stuff. No, Mark is giving. He's our number one <laughs> royal correspondent, and sadly, I, you are. If if he's not in a tent outside Buckingham Palace right this very second, I'm actually going to be a little bit disappointed because what the hell are we paying him all those British sterling pounds for? <laughs> yeah, well, you're disappointed then, to be quite honest, because I am miles away from London. Um, all right. To, well, to, to to your overall point, I if you. Right now, if there was a game on Sunday and Alex Smith was injured, who would you want to be the starting quarterback? The guy that's been in the system for four years or the guy that's learning it right now? You'd want McCoy if you had to win the game. Versus so versus the, $3 million. You have to throw the, that in the, there. 2.7 2. or sure. something like that. Yeah, no, the, primary job of the, backup quarterback, the primary job of the backup quarterback is to be ready to step in for an injury and sure. win the game. And Understood. I, I, just, I think we all think that Kevin Hogan can We do. love our yeah. guy around here. He's done it already. Colt he's McCoy done it in the league. We, we love our Kevin guy Hogan around here. Kevin Hogan did it. Yes. He, I, he, he, I watched winner. him on TV. Yeah. I watched him do that exact same thing. Mark, you're a freaking eyes guy. You, you believe your eyes. You can't tell me you've watched him come out and play and say he can't win a game for us off the bench. I, I would say that Colt McCoy would do a much better job of it than I, I think Rudin would feel much more secure about having to start Colt McCoy at a spot start. You're not even supposed to like in. people with Irish sounding names. You're supposed to be totally against that. <laughs> it, it's just a case of like for me, it's not working on me this time. It's nah. logic that the, the, the guy not doing it. Well, McCoy and Hogan are both pretty <laughs> Irish sounding names here. <laughs> Let's be fair. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. Let's pick it as poison. It, it, it's McCoy is the the guy that has the experience in the system. He can make all the checks. He can run the offense. He can operate it efficiently. He's the guy that Gruden is very very comfortable with when it comes to if you need the guy to spot start for a week. If Alex Smith is injured for a week and they needed to win a crucial game, he would, he would much rather go with the guy that's been in his system that knows it and could make all the checks to the line, and he wouldn't have to change his game plan for it. Whereas he might have to simplify things for, for Hogan 
certainly in this year. Maybe down the line when, when Hogan knows the system a little Stanford. bit better and, and he's develops. smart dude. He's smart. He's, he's very smart. smart. So and we all agree with Hogan. What do you what do you do with your, your facts and your logic and your reason? We're we want you to tell us, or they want you to tell us, that Kevin Hogan's going to be a Hall of no, Famer. That's, that's what they. That's a very. That, it's a very that's what they want to hear. Just say it, and we can move on. It's a very respectful I'm answer, not it. and I, and I'm I can't. It. I, I can't tell Mark that he's wrong. With no, my, he's with, entitled to his opinion. With my brain. All the way over there. Hey, also. But I when don't was know, the last time we thought with our brains? Come I don't on. know. I don't, have, uh, I don't know if it swings you, Mark. I don't know if it swings you one way or the other. But he is a friend of the show. He was on our show a couple weeks ago. He's coming to the basement. Um, starting to make me burgers. There's taste. no more popular player on an NFL roster than the backup quarterback, and our guy's local, so it's fun. Um, Diehard Redskins fan we'll see for how life. That works DC out. sports fan. Yeah, DC Redskins, DC sports fan for life. Yeah. It's just amazing. And have, have we put him in our logo yet, or is that we getting around? To we that? Did, we're working yeah. on it. We're working on it. We're gonna just figure out a way to complete this whole thing. Um, so thanks, Mark. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> this didn't work out necessarily the yeah. way we had drawn it up All in right. pre-production. All right. You've you got to warn me about that before no, we did. start no, this thing. About being reasonable in Ken's it, basement? Sorry, shows, bro. You knew what you were getting into. I think it shows who we are. I think it shows how smart and, and, and you know, unbiased Mark is. It exactly. gives him a lot oh, more yeah. credibility exactly. than us three. Oh, slept. yeah. Trust me. He needs all the credibility he can get of this guy. This guy does. The accent? I mean, after the accent, let's move on to it, another what does he under. have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to another over-under. Uh, over-under. How many more times does Mark call Ken creepy? I'd say 1.5. He hasn't used the word creepy once. He's un- I think he he's used the word uncomfortable, and I think he's okay. used the word uh, Sorry, un- I translate unpredictable. that to creepy. Um, <laughs> You're pretty creepy, let's yeah, be honest. Let's be honest, yeah. All right, yeah. that's one. That's one. I'll take one. The, the over-under at Sorry, one Mark. and a half. Sorry, I will take you. the I, over. I, I, thank you. Hold on. I didn't hear what you just said. What did you say? No, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it for Facebook Live. Don't do it for Facebook Live. So here's the thing, Mark. Um, 1,000-yard receivers in this offense, over-under 2.5, and that, that's anybody. It could be a running back or a tight end or a wide receiver. Under. Two. Under, under 2.5. 1,000 yeah. receivers going two. over 1,000? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 so you're gonna have uh, if Jordan, we're gonna, we're gonna assume Jordan Reed's healthy for a second and say it's him. Uh, as, as Charlie yeah. Murphy said, I, I wish I had more thumbs. What, we're talking about a four thousand yard at minimum passing quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, but we're talking about an offense that spreads the ball around to Jordan Reed, Vernon Davis, Chris yeah. Thompson, Josh Johnson. Mm-hmm. Paul but we're Richardson. also talking about a guy who's, who is yeah, accurate, deep. Everyone's getting the ball. Deep. <laughs> A different time. So, it's, are, so you're saying it's two then? I mean, are you saying it's one? I don't know if there's going to be I, any. I, I can I can be comfortable saying one or two, uh, but I mean I mean I just if I go back to when this offense was at its most productive, when they had Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, I don't think either of them were a thousand no. yard receivers, were they? Yeah. For for the Redskins in the same they, season. They were. They were. They, they were. almost they had. Both. They almost had three. I think. With Jordan. One he of the. You got to like eight. Yeah, one of the three, it was like a thousand, a thousand, like nine hundred and twenty. But it was concentrated between three guys with no one out of the backfield. Now none of us were sold on him being over five thousand, so I don't, I don't know if there's going to be more than two. So that's that's why it's the over under. It's so either it's two under. or three. So you can say under. I, I'm going to lean towards the over, but only because, and I'm not going five thousand. I didn't go five thousand earlier, but I also think that we have a very accurate deep ball passer, and because of that, I'm saying. We're going to have uh, guys like Josh Jackson specifically, um, and, and 
Man, people should not sleep on Vernon Davis's impact on this particular season. I, I don't. That's, I'm not saying that's our exact point. He's got a lot. The, the spread. Yeah, but, but versus but, the concentration. But I'm talking about if he can get forty yard, a uh, forty or fifty yard completions, like once or twice or three times a game. That's to what guys he does. like Vernon Davis, a thousand yards is sixty yards a game. We'll ask him that when I get him on here finally someday. I'm just saying. He'll I know. I know. It's, I know on. it's gonna be hard. I know he will. Vernon Davis, right. get, come on, our show. Hey, Mark, come on. What's going on? I mean, I know I knew him from my come on, bro. Days, but Yeah. Can you? Do you have? Can happen. you use like Hogwarts like stationery to send this one use out? Use your wand. Do you have a wand? He doesn't have a wand. <laughs> oh, that's a that's an odd question to ask. <laughs> yeah, you. you don't just ask a guy Mark, who's I got agree. a wand. Mark, I agree. That was you very odd. No, I'm kidding. It's come that, on, dude. Don't ask, don't tell. Has always been the wand policy in the basement. That has been a standard policy in this basement. Sorry for breaking. Over, oh. under, NFC East wins 2.5. Here we go. Yeah, I'll take the over on that. Woo! That's the, that's the most positive I've heard you in six years. What? 2.5 <laughs> wins in the NFC East. Yeah, I had him at two. Against? I had him two and two in the NFC East. No, no, no. There's six games. Well, you're going to you're gonna have to, they're gonna have to participate <laughs> oh, in two more contests. <laughs> yes. yes. Dude, oh, just good news. Good news. There's four games. Yes. 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 All right. I thought you said East. I'm sorry. Games. I thought you said East. I'm sorry. And again, NFC once East. again, I was not actually, actually listening we actually, to you. In the, the NFC East. I don't listen to so you. So there are th- we actually, all the time. four teams in the you East. Did, so we play so three of them. They play three teams. We promised them. Hold on. I had him at 50%. 500. You said there'd be no math. It is the math, though. That's right. Congrats. Who's It's just me. I'm terrible at math. And the math has a hand in this. Let's be honest. Over. Yes. Maryland. All right. So we all, the the over. Over. we all agree on the over. We all agree on the over. I'm worried like you wouldn't believe Not much playing else. Philadelphia. I don't know why New York has our number with the terribleness that exists in that on that roster. And and Dallas just seems to do what they want. T- please tell me, Mark, why you're taking the over. Uh, I, I kind of I, I think it's a more even division than people think. Um it, in terms of the Redskins seem to play up to competition and down to competition. Um, so last year they were pretty competitive with the Eagles in, in that first game when they were healthy. It was just Carson Wentz was ridiculous. Um, yeah, and he, he beat us single-handedly. Him. You're right. So like, I hate that guy. I, I, I feel like there's an opportunity that we could we could split pretty much all three um, ties. So I, I think we could we could go one on one against each division team. I mean, that's the Joe Gibbs. That's the Joe Gibbs uh, method, right? Hold home court, five hundred in the division. Joe Gibbs, John McEnroe, Yvonne Lendl. So, all right, well, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. I mean, we gotta sweep sweep somebody's ass. We gotta sweep somebody's ass. But we haven't beat Dallas at home in five years. That that's a box we have to check this year for all this to be true. I believe that's the key. We played them there in prime time. Yeah, I know. Terrible. I know we have terrible. Thanksgiving. You know I know every year. I hate those statistics because every year the team's different. I, I know, but it's just it's never really worked out. But the fanship's the same, and we deserve a home dub versus the Cowboys. Of course we do. Th- th- this we, is need, we, we deserve yeah. a home dub. Ovechkin paved the way last night Can't in Pittsburgh do. for us to keep this thing rolling. And uh, mm-hmm. were you watching that game, Mark? The uh, Caps game. Absolutely. That's, I love I that. I, I knew. First of all, I knew that you were. That's just, which is why I asked. I wouldn't have asked you if I didn't think there was a chance you were. Um, <laughs> You are a true DC sports aficionado. Um, are you watching the Nets these days? Yep. Who's your yeah. favorite? Do Sorry, you do anything else over there? 
<laughs> I, I love what, I love what you're doing over there. I love. Homie. I know. I, I want to ask you right now. Who's your favorite national? Uh, probably Rendon. Oh, uh, um, really? We have to have him on the Nat Chip. Hey, will you come? Will you come on our basement podcast sometime? Absolutely, of course oh, I will. God, that that'd be the first British guy to ever be on a base, baseball podcast, <laughs> at least in, in basement podcast studios. Possibly, it's a Rounders podcast. It's a Rounders podcast. Hey, um, oh, how are we doing on uh, Facebook tonight, Brian? Uh, we have actually one pretty good question. All right, let's pretty go. Let's good. go. Let's hear yeah. it. Related, related no, to. Going to love the fact that you're. No, that they got a pretty good. Well, question. Brandon Sowers, James Randy, question, and Pam, and the old school. Let's find out where this is coming. I'm, from. I'm synthesizing some things here. Okay, we, we're talking about. Rec- now, now I'm lost. We're, now I'm yeah, lost. Don't synthesize. Just too many syllables. Talking about Empathize. how I can't remember now who it was, but we had a, at least one person who said that no one is going to get a thousand yards receiving. So there's a guy who's sitting out there who wants to play the Cowboys twice a year. Who's available? Who? Des Bryant. Uh, he can go kick rocks. I don't think he's. I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to get signed. Mark, does he play football this year? He plays football for someone. Uh, hopefully not for Washington. The Argonauts. Yeah, he plays football. But yeah, hell no, it's not going to be in burgundy and gold. Who wants that? Come on. I don't know. You never, I think the shine is never, all never, off I, that. I guess you could never say never. But yeah, that's a fact. But I'm saying not. So we. I'm hey, not how much? Never. I'm saying please now. Mark, where are we at? 19 million. Uh, what, what, what's our um, pool right now of money? Uh, something like 17, 17 million minus minus draft picks. Which isn't um, a ton. So we have. It's uh, not a huge amount. They could they could afford Des Bryant if that's what you're asking. Well, no, no, that's um, not what I'm asking because I agree with you. Um, I don't want him here. Um, for a lot of reasons. But I'll let you. This is my last question for you in in terms of your. Uh, analytical Redskin fan self. Okay. We got some one-year money left. <laughs> Who's out there that you want, that you're willing to just, you know, spend what needs to be spent to bring him in for one season? I, I'm not sure there's anyone out there right now that I'm I'm just like Hankins? kind of way with. Hankins, I, I mean, before the draft, absolutely. I'd still take Hankins now. Yeah, I um, think it would I, help I, us. I, I, he absolutely would help us, um, I, but I don't think it's something where you you're going. Let's just throw all the rest of our cap at him and make sure we sign him now. I mean, what um, are you saving it for? Tim Settle's got that on lockdown. Where do you see well, this monster? Oh, I hope so. You can you can still roll the cap over and have it next year as extra space next year. So that uh, I would prefer to do that than throw the money at any one player in particular right now. If if Hankins decides that he's willing to take a one year prove it deal at really cheap then yeah absolutely i'd still bring him in and, and i'd still start him a nose tackle regardless of what they've drafted um but um i i wouldn't go spending a ton of money i would save it into the cap next year because they've got three or four guys that they've got to sign soon yeah i love that i roll over the max we're looking at preston we're looking at crowder we're looking at a bunch of question marks and blah 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 i do think we need to take a little chunk of that money just a little bit and, and get a little cornerback depth and possibly a veteran wide receiver to have in the in the room, you know, because, you know, Doxon and, and Paul and Crowder, they don't seem to have a vet in there that's been through all the wars and all the stuff to have a little bit of a leadership thing in there. A veteran guy that comes off the Burning. bench that, that's yeah, been through. No doubt, but that's great. the tight end guy, uh, and of course. And no one's caught more touchdown passes from Alex Smith, and Alex Smith hasn't thrown more to a tight end than Vernon. And that leads to my spread the wealth hole situation that I, I banked on without the thousand yards. Yeah, all right. uh, I, 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 there's a lot of wealth. There, there ain't nothing wrong with five guys getting, uh, uh, you know, look, six look, to look, nine. Chris Thompson's um, gonna saying. get alone. Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm saying. 
I, I just don't know who. All right, who's going to lead the team in receiving? That's um, a, I think Daxon. Right. I'm going to yeah. say Daxon. There's a right big now. pause there. Now, Mark, please be the first one to take this bullet. I mean, if 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 we assume everyone's healthy for 16 games, Jordan Reed's the obvious answer. Um, then and, he, and, he's, I, and he's never had a thousand, so that's what yeah. I'm saying. Um, well, that's mainly because he's never been healthy for and 16 that's, that's games. That's true. That's 12. That's 12 games for 890 something, I think, or somewhere around exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, if he played all 16, I think you'd be pretty confident in him getting 1,000. If he plays um, all 16, I'm pretty confident in a lot of shit, my friend. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if he plays all 16, I'm buying a lottery ticket. That's my man. Lucky. My I'm man. That, so. 86-16. Um, box it right now. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I love. I love. A, I love how that this was the guest way of saying deals move with on. this house. This is tremendous. Oh, yeah. oh you guys, you move didn't even on, know. Sir. You didn't even know. It was like one syllable, and we all knew exactly. Someone what from was the happening. south uh, saying, "Bless I your know. heart." I know. I know. Uh. I, I've been. You know what? We have a we have a way of talking without talking, uh, as we have for, for for many many years. So um, I appreciate you coming on with us this evening, uh, Mark. Thank you so much for your time. We all do. Yeah, uh, we we all appreciate you, but we all appreciate the fact that you're you're a fan with us. I know not everyone from Hogshaven is a Nationals and Caps and Wizards fan, but but a lot of people are. United. United. That's right. Uh, DC United. That's right, Mark. DC United, brother. That's what? the number no. one team you in the DC world. Watch DC United Mar- uh, games, right? Uh, I'd love to say yes. Yeah, I, I've been better. to a DC United game. All I right. did go to a DC United game when I was younger, but I, I, I can't say I've watched them. He's watched as many DC United games in person as I have. Yes, there you go. <laughs> well, I've watched plenty, and that, that's my squad. I work like a stone throw. Yeah, I but. know. I know. Um, but crazy. I know you're uh, you are just, you know, obviously got a lot going on you, with, of course, uh, with the, the Royal Wedding coming up. I assume there's a Prima Nocte situation <laughs> with you. As, if you're a sports writer for the Washington Post, there's definitely on the Prima Nocte, uh, you know, list. I mean, you're, you're pretty high up. Stop looking at me and saying that. That ter- Latin term that I don't understand, dude. Braveheart. Why, why Everyone knows Prima Nocte. It's Braveheart. Him. We'll we'll talk about it in the green room. Unbelievable. Thank you, William Wallace. I'll be able to understand God that. Sakes, you hey, guys. Mark, keep doing what you do, man. He's I love it. I he's love it. Best. I love he's the fact that you're a friend of the show. We need to have you on more often. And he's coming on that shift. Ken, we want to talk Ken's to this guy about less Anthony Rendon these days. So I, mean, I love it too. I love how he puts Ken in the headlock. I love this whole dynamic. It's just tremendous. If you guys. I would love to come on a Nats podcast and talk baseball because I hardly ever get to talk baseball. Um, and My man. so I would absolutely love to. All right. Well, Once again. Hey, that's what we do first thing on the night. So this is like two hours ago. But we were talking about Nationals. Eight o'clock on Tuesdays is when we did the Nats. If I so, can roll out a red carpet on Skype, I'll figure out yeah, how to do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it done. <laughs> um, uh, on behalf of First Amendment Sports, thank you to everybody who joined us this evening on Facebook Live. Brian Stabby, thanks for helping us manage Facebook Live this evening. For Lo- First Amendment Sports. Lovely as always. He's Tim Strachan. We win international again. We win international. Across I love it, Mark. The, all Thanks, the way across buddy. the pond. He's Appreciate Kevin Ricca. Yeah, I applaud Mark Bullock, his whole game plan, his whole dealing with you, and his fanship yep. of DC Sports. Tremendous. Thanks for being our guest, my man. Thanks, guys. Mark, thank you so very much. Don't, don't. We're gonna keep. You're gonna have some uh, some special VIP time after we t- after we turn the cameras okay. off. Um, okay. But thank you for for uh, staying up so late. I know it's like crazy that you're living on an East Coast uh, <laughs> schedule all the way over there. Um, appreciate you, as you know I do, uh, and love your uh, your insight. Um, so thank you once again.
Of course. Yeah, it's always it's always good fun. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me back. Stop making them feel creepy, dude. Just come on. No. Cut off the <laughs> hey, show. the best. Okay. End the show. Oh, so Mark, you hear you know you're here right now. We, we're we gonna would, end we, it now, guys. I don't know. No, we're gonna end it now. Don't worry. We always that, which is what we would always say. So um, in the old <laughs> days, we would we would have these shows and we would just start. We would be talking Redskins and we were talking Redskins for hours on end <sighs> and we would be like, okay, uh, so um, so we'll just get together. Next week, and he, and he'll be like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Hey, uh, see you guys. See you guys next week. All right, all right, guys. And then, and then an hour later, we'd still be talking about like you know the dumbest <laughs> stuff. Like, how is this guy from England still carrying it all the way to like four in the morning from an unfinished basement? What you see right here, Kev? None of it. None of it was here. What I see is you're putting it back on his shoulders, and That's I would like him. him to come back. So let's just. Yeah. Even Pam He's coming just, back. Even Pam just said, "All right, guys, let's wrap it up." Oh no, Pam did not say that. I know she did not say uh, that. James Randy just said, "End cut." John and Keegan are already out. I That's mean, fine. what That's are we fine. doing? That's fine. That's more than fine. Brandon Mark Bullock can't understand this. Thank you so much. On behalf of First yeah, Amendment Sports, awesome. I'm Ken Marangol, and this was the Audible. <laughs>